At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is primetime action live from the South Point Hotel Casino Monday night. Double header for Monday night football. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Jacob Roach. And for Kelly Bidlin tonight, glad you could join us. Uh, Matt, 10 to nothing game between the Raiders and the Browns, a little more than halfway through the third quarter. But the Browns, after a strip sack by the Browns, are uh, now in business trying to get on the board for the first time today. And, of course, we have a second football game tonight as well. Yeah, right now, six and a half is the live line in this one in favor of the Raiders. 27 and a half the total. If you think the Browns come all the way back, you can get three to one on them on the money line. We also have a second game here coming up in about an hour and 15 minutes. It's a it's a 5.15 Pacific, Thank just you. so we know. Thank yes, you. It's a 5.15. We never get this right, but it's a 5.15 Pacific. We got the Vikings and the Bears right now. Vikings are seven-point road favorites in that one. 46.5 is the total, plus 235 if you think the Bears win that one outright. We did get some good news if you are a Bears backer in this one. Roquan Smith and Akeem Hicks are both active. I mean, listen, it's not all great news. Obviously, there's 14 people on the COVID list for them. But as far as the injury report goes, that is good news from an injury report standpoint to get both of those defensive players back in there for them tonight. Uh, On the the, uh, Viking side of things, really nothing uh, nothing of note that we didn't think. I mean, it was not really thought of that uh, that, – Adam Thielen was going to go tonight. That is the case. He is going to be sitting tonight in that one. I was trying to look for some K.J. Osborne props around. If you have them available still, probably that number's gone by now. So, actually, I guess I can't recommend that. But uh, it would have been good to hit that right when that news came through. But it was uh, one of those things where I think that 
you know, you do have a secondary here that is really affected by all this COVID news for, for the Bears. And so I would imagine that at least one of the secondary receivers, be that Conklin at the tight end position, be that Osborne at the wide receiver position, maybe it's Dalvin Cook coming out of the backfield, whatever it is. But some, one of the secondary receivers is going to have a decent game outside of Justin Jefferson. So, um, you know, if you want to look at that from a prop standpoint, I think that's interesting. All right. One NBA game, a little less than a half an hour from now, Philadelphia at Boston. Boston five-and-a-half-point favorites. Pre-flop in that one. NBA does have six of their seven games playing tonight, uh, which is more than the NHL can say, which only has one of five playing tonight. The rest postponed from COVID. Touchdown Browns, by the way. Nick Mullins to David Njoku, and it is now 10-6 to pending the extra point. The Browns have life. Hey, I would say, I would say your bet is live, but I don't know what you got in this, so I have no <laughs> idea if your bet is live or not. This line has moved so incredibly much. I have no idea, but Somebody's live out there. Somebody's live. Somebody's not. It's uh, it's pretty great. Yeah, as you mentioned, we do have some more NBA tips. We got eight Eastern, five Pacific. The Rockets and the Bulls. Bulls are six and a half to seven point home favorites in that one. Two twenty two and a half. Two twenty three. The total. We got the Thunder and the Grizzlies at eight Eastern, five Pacific. Grizzlies are nine and a half to ten point home favorites in that one. Two fifteen and a half is your total. Hornets and Jazz nine Eastern, six Pacific. The Jazz are 11.5 to 12-point home favorites there. 237, 237.5. Kings and Warriors. Warriors, big 12.5, 13-point home favorites. 220.5, 221 is your total. And then 10.30 Eastern, 7.30 Pacific, we have the Spurs and the Clippers. The Clippers are 4.5-point home favorites there. 217 to 217.5 the total. And that that has been reversed. It is not a touchdown. Apparently, Njoku got one toe down, and before he could get the other foot down, that first toe sort of slid out of bounds. <sighs> so it's third and goal. My bad. Ten to nothing it remains now. Browns with the ball, 437 left from the Raiders' five-yard line. They got into the red zone on a big Nick Chubb run. That again after the turnover. They're going to run it again. They're in two-down territory. Gonna Chubb's going to get in untouched. There we go. There you go. Touchdown, Browns. So now it's 10-6 to six with the extra point pending. And Cleveland, well, you know, beyond our bets, and first of all, what Matt was saying is probably the single biggest story of the week of COVID that we've had. In the, by the way, we'll have a whole bunch of COVID uh, listings to uh, talk about here in a moment also moving forward, sadly. But this game, and you were talking off air about all the little movements it's made, but let's just talk about sort of the extremes. The Browns got to be a six-point favorite in, in some spots. Then the COVID news hit about Kevin Stefanski, who's not on the sideline today, and Baker Mayfield. Uh, that was after it had gone to three. So it went from the Browns' six extreme to the Raiders' favored by four extreme. Then it went all the way back to the Browns' three Minus three, that is, when it looked like some of these guys after the postponement of this game from Sunday, uh, excuse me, from Saturday to today might bring back some of the Browns' key players. It did not. And when that news came down this morning that pretty much everybody did not get out of COVID protocol, it swung back to the Raiders. The Raiders closed a three-point favorite. So just in that, Matt, that is a 17, that is a 23-point move in its entirety from one extreme to another. That is, that's got to be, no one keeps records on this kind of thing, but that has to be an NFL betting record. I, I, I cannot imagine. I mean, we, we, asked, we asked Johnny Avello when we had him on last week if he could remember anything, and even he said he didn't remember anything off the top of his head that had as much movement as this game. And, you know, this is what we're going to get whenever you have, it's not just a quarterback and a coach, but, I mean, this is, uh, you know, in this bear situation we got later tonight, it was 14 players. I mean, there was over 20 players for 
the uh, the Browns that at one point were were down in this one. And so you're talking about not just a quarterback situation, not just a head coach situation. You are talking about half the team, and there were ten starters that were not that were they were not going to be able to go yep. in this game tonight. I mean, like so, ten different starters not on the field tonight for this Browns team, and so. You, you you start to see line movements like that. I mean, I, I think people were – I think maybe we got a little caught up thinking that how many of these guys were going to get back as much as it did for I know that line I did. to move I did. As, as, yeah. as much as it did because I, I, I guess we just assumed if the NFL moved it to this date, yes. then it was because they assumed that, you know, a yeah. very good amount of those – Players were going yeah, to be able to. And be back. you know what they say about assuming. It's not. It's not all that great. You regret. Yeah. Your initial thought. It's not all that great. The statement is. So yeah, interesting stuff there. No doubt about it. I mean, like I, I the the mix of emotions for me and all this line movement. So I ended up on the Raiders at, at a point and a half, and then it went from like, oh, I've got a really good bet to oh, I've got a horrible bet, and now yeah. back to like, oh, I've got a good bet again. And, and, and so. I'm riding with a horrible bet in this game <laughs> preflop on, on Cleveland minus three. So. Um, that's the betting angle of that's the betting sort of story about it. From just a football perspective, imagine being a fan of the Cleveland Browns or one of the Cleveland Browns or having a Cleveland Browns future where you looked like your division tickets were left for dead, then all of a sudden you were alive again. And now a game like this could be the difference in you making the playoffs and missing the playoffs. Cleveland's got life though now down 10 to 7. Still in the third quarter, so plenty of time for Cleveland to come back with his depleted roster and win this game today. A lot of football to be played. And and not only, I mean, unless you mentioned, not only from a playoff standpoint, right, but, I mean, from a from even just winning the whole division standpoint right. with, with the chaos that's going on in that division right, right now, they're, they're not even dead as, as far as, like, winning the, the whole division. Well, if they win this, they will be in a three-way tie at the top of the AFC North with both the Bengals and the Ravens, and the Bengals and Ravens play each other this coming week. And by the way, the Steelers are would be a half game back at 7-6-1, and one, which is just unbelievable to have four teams that bunched up this late into a season. By the way, other notes, uh, the game that's starting in a little over an hour, Adam Thielen inactive now for the Vikings. Uh, Bears defensive coordinator Sean Desai, uh, he has cleared COVID protocols. He'll coach against the Vikings tonight. Uh, but Jalen Johnson, their quarterback, Tayshawn Gibson Sr., they will not play against Minnesota. But there was some other good news for Chicago. You said Akeem Nix is in? Uh, uh, yeah, so we got Roquan Smith and Akeem Hicks are both going to be able to play for them on the defensive side of the ball, which, again, is is about as good as can be expected. If you're down all these players in the secondary, at least you have you know your stud defensive tackle in there, your stud linebacker in there to kind of help out. And, you know, it's this line has almost felt like it got a little bloated here. I mean, it's all the way up at seven as we sit right now. And I, it seems ridiculous to it, me. It, 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 because this Minnesota team just doesn't they hold leads. They just don't. I mean, look. All they do is play close On games. paper, they should – they should blow out a team missing 14 points. Like, you know, like with well, a rookie quarterback, no Allen, no Allen Robinson, you know, missing 14 points. Like, on paper, they should do that. They, they, they just haven't done that all year against anybody. And, and they haven't, they played every, really, really close to the best. One thing I should also mention about Minnesota in this one is not only is Adam Thielen out, uh, Alexander Madison also out for them in this one. So yeah. if Dalvin Cook were to go down, of course, he, you know, just remember we're two weeks removed from this guy like separating his shoulder and like he was superhuman. Yeah, yeah, he's out there, you know, pl- playing regardless. Um, but if he were to go down, it, it's not like oh, okay, well, you know, plug and play with Madison or something. He he is out because he is in the COVID protocol. For here's here's some other news from around the league. Uh, Jalen Hurts, no 
no-injury designation for tomorrow's game against Washington. Remember, that's one of two games postponed, along with the Rams and Seahawks, from Sunday to tomorrow. So we have two concurrent games, not a doubleheader tomorrow, but two games running at the same time. Travis Kelsey placed on the COVID list. He is vaccinated, could play this week for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yet another big name. Speaking of big names, Chargers placing a host of players on the COVID list, including Joey Bosa and Austin Eckler today. Um, Chris Godwin. Now to the injuries. Chris Godwin, it looked like it was an MCL from last night's loss, shutout loss to the Saints, but it is now an ACL tear. He is done for the season and a free agent to be. He may have played his last snap with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Huge, by the way, massive, massive blow to this team and for the futures and all the different stuff like that. I mean, if, if you have not been following along because it's just been kind of ho-hum for this Bucks team, then you don't may not realize exactly how big a role Chris Goblin plays in that offense. And to think that Antonio Brown is coming back and that's just going to be, oh, well, Antonio Brown's coming back. He'll just be Chris Goblin. That, that, that's not the case. Like Chris Goblin is legitimately one of the better wide receivers in all the NFL. And what he's able to do for Tom Brady and running a multitude of different routes and being able to get open on third downs and things like that is it can't be replicated. And so this is a, a pretty big hit. And you saw, and we'll, we'll talk about the game, you know, throughout the course of the show. But, I mean, you, you saw what happened when those guys went down. It's, it's, it's a big loss. Oh, yeah. And if you know if you're a Cooper Cup watcher, many of Cooper Cup's at least a couple of Cooper Cup's big stats this year, Godwin was in second place in terms of his yak, in terms of his receiving yards. So that's uh, even in the counting stats, Godwin was huge this year. Mike Evans, though, talking about the other Buccaneers that were hurt yesterday during that game against the Saints, Mike Evans should be okay. Nothing major. Leonard Fournette may miss a game or two but not considered to be a major injury. We'll talk about more COVID news, more injury news in the National Football League. And next, prop watch for the Vikings and the Bears. We will do that next right here on VEASAN's Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits yet another way. That VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. It's Gil Alexander Matt Brown. Jacob Roach in for Kelly Bidlin tonight. Uh, some other uh, news and notes in the National Football League today. Again, 47 more names today added to the COVID list collectively in the NFL. Uh, among them, Jared Goff after the Lions' huge upset win uh, over the Cardinals. Not huge for any Lions playoff hopes, but huge just in terms of it being an 18-point outright victory. Jared Goff placed on the COVID list after that win yesterday. Um, and then a whole bunch of injury news. Julio Jones, who had just returned to the Titans a couple weeks ago, he injured his hamstring. Uh, again, status for Thursday game. Remember, it's a quick turnaround for the Titans playing at San Francisco on Thursday night. Status unknown. Uh, Julio Jones' season touchdown total was 7.5 going into the season. He has got zero, Matt. Zero. Count them. Zero. Uh, Daniel Jones will miss the remainder of the season due to his neck injury. Giants have just uh, decided to shut him down. The Glennon from Kinella yesterday didn't go so well. Sterling Shepard, by the way, suffered a torn Achilles for the Giants. So the Giants' lost season just gets even more, more destitute. Teddy Bridgewater, who had to leave the Broncos-Bengals game in the third quarter yesterday when he went airborne diving headfirst for a first down yesterday. Uh, he did get the first down, but he landed on his head he had to leave the game. He was carted off. He entered concussion protocol. He has been released from the hospital, per Ian Rappaport. So that is good news in terms of the Teddy Bridgewater loss. Uh, watch, rather, I should say. So he is looking, at least trending upward. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I mean, of of the notes, I think a couple of things here that really, really stand out, mainly from the Titans' standpoint, is, is Julio Jones just can't stay on the field. I mean, like, this has been a problem with him all last year with the Falcons, and then now this year. it's The guy just can't stay on the field. And, and one of the reasons why some people are pretty <laughs> bullish on this team over here are because, you know, when you have A.J. Brown on the field, when you have Julio Jones on the field, like, you've got, I mean, maybe not the best tandem, but at least argue in the conversation of the best tandem of wide receivers in the NFL. But, the, I mean, like, Julio is just this – the stuff going on with him, man, especially this hamstring. It was a hamstring all last year, too. Yep. And so and it's a hamstring all this year. Hamstrings as, are pesky. As well, and, and which is why I think with this with this Mike Evans thing, it would not surprise me if we didn't see Mike Evans for the next few weeks, just regardless, just, right? Yeah. Because one of those things where 
if the Bucks are looking at this, they're saying, okay, we might have lost this one seed as it is anyway. And so we have, obviously, no, with, with Godwin going down, we have no chance whatsoever yeah. if Mike Evans is going to be out there. So let's just, if we fall to three seed, four seed, so be it. But, like, yeah. let's make sure no, we've got, it's so true. you know, our guys ready to go. Listen, at a point, if you don't have your players, man, I mean, and, and, and a hamstring like that, the only thing that matters is the postseason. So they, they might as well shut them down. We'll see. Uh, expected to be the least serious of the three injuries to uh, Evans, Fournette, or Godwin. Godwin obviously out for the year. By the way, A.J. Brown eligible to come back Thursday night for the Titans against those Niners. Uh, the Teddy Bridgewater thing, yeah. that was uh, – Ooh, boy, scary! That 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 was scary. That was one of those face down because we saw the the, yeah. the Parham thing, and like that was incredibly obvious, kind of what happened to him, right? Like we saw the head just slam. We're like, yeah. oh, like you know, the Teddy thing. It was kind of like you didn't really exactly know mm-hmm. what it was. Was it because the way he landed, it was like, oh, was that a separated shoulder? Is that a cut? like you didn't really know exactly what was going on? Oh. And then when then when he wasn't moving, it was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Now we know what's going on. That was that was scary. Uh, Minnesota and Chicago, by the way, uh, were at the end of the third quarter Raiders with a third and nine uh they're already in field goal range but obviously looking for more when we come back from so break. as you as you always talk about they they're splitting the difference it's yes. five and five and a half right now five and a half with yeah. a three-point lead currently yeah so they're yeah they're hedging between the touchdown and the field goal here with a third and nine situation um okay Minnesota Chicago still to come an hour from now it's time for prop watch all right how excited are you for Kirk Cousins versus Justin Fields? Give me, give me an honest answer. I mean, you know, uh, it's football. You know, it's, fo- it, it's football. Yeah. It's uh, it's a team that can still make the playoffs. So, like, we've, you know, we've got that at least. We, we do have It's that always a treat to watch Justin Jefferson do his thing. Yeah. So, New, or- New Orleans now, as of this moment, currently inhabiting the number seven position in the uh, NFC playoff picture. But Washington will have something to say about that tomorrow. Minnesota. We'll try to say something about that tonight. Kirk Cousins is at 264.5. Justin Fields is at 204.5 in terms of their yardage. And you see the uh, picks and the touchdowns underneath. Yeah, this one, this one's really kind of tough to, to handicap here. I think the Cousins number is, is right on. So I don't think there's an edge one way or another there. The, the Fields one is the one that's kind of tough to me because it's either way over or way under, right? Like, I, I don't think that this is one of those where you, you look and you say, like, oh, okay, you know, it's going to be kind of an even keel game. Like, it's it's going to be, okay, they run the ball successfully. He's running the ball successfully. They're trying to play ball control, keep the off, keep uh, Minnesota's offense on the sideline and stuff like that. And so they play kind of more of a power-type game, and he's just he falls way, way under. Or it could happen what we've seen Minnesota do to – 10 other teams this year and they get out to a 17 point lead and then they can't <laughs> and then you know Justin Fields is throwing every single down and and they mount a comeback and and come back and put some points on the board which in case it would just fly over this 204 and a half so without kind of being able to figure out what exactly the game game script is in a, in a situation like that it's it's a little bit too hard for me but if you do have a feeling as to how you think this game is going to go then I, I think a decision as to the Justin Fields prop at least should be made for you right I mean if you think they get down they abandon the run he has to throw all the time 204 is a low number he's going to he should, he should go over that if you think that oh no they're going this is going to be super competitive there's not going to be a ton of uh, a huge lead like the Vikings have had on some of these other teams well if that's the case then I think you'd have a natural lean to the under because that's that means that they're kind of really controlling the game controlling the situation and and uh that, I think that relies pretty heavily on the run 
no Andy Dalton to Andy Dalton on the COVID list. So if something were to happen to Justin Fields, Nick Foles would be your guy under center for the Bears. By the way, Raiders did kick a field goal, 39-yarder. The Daniel Carlson just snuck in to take a 13-7 lead early in the fourth quarter, minus 5.5 in favor of the Raiders right now. Adjusted total, 30.5. 30.5. 30 30.5. Here are the receiving props for the second game tonight. Uh, Justin Jefferson, no surprise. 102.5 is his receiving yardage. 7.5 catches. The under slightly juiced on that. And then everybody else significantly lower. There's a K.J. Osborne prop for you. Yeah, that's not in Osborne. Vegas, is it? Yeah. It, so this really just, it, to me, kind of depends on where you think, who's going to end up being the primary, secondary receiver for Kirk Cousins in this game. We know Jefferson's going to get his, and this has been – this has been ticked up throughout the course of the day because I think the, the news of Thielen was fairly obvious that he wasn't going to be able to go in this game. And so I, I saw this one as low as 93 and a half. So this thing's come up nearly 10 yards over the course of the day. Is it Osborne? Is it Conklin? Is Dalvin Cook going to get involved coming out of the backfield a lot more? I think those are all the questions that you really are trying to, to figure out here in this one. I kind of like Dalvin Cook a little bit over in that 16, 16 and a half just because we know since there isn't Madison to come in and spell him in this game, mm-hmm. that he's going to get 94, five plus percent of the snaps, right? I mean, like, it's just going to be, he might really and truly only get rid of, you know, two or three snaps over the course of the game and, and when it comes to touches and stuff like that as well. So I do think that you could feel pretty comfortable. With, with a Dalvin Cook prop, because I do think that he's a he's a guy that could come in and 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 especially on that receptions right there at the at the two and a half. Like, even if you don't like the yardage, even just check down stuff. Like, I could see him kind of being a, a bigger part in the pass game. Miles Garrett, <clears throat> pardon me, goes into the tent. Not good. Miles Garrett with a little hitch in his giddy up in this game. So everyone with any everyone with any sort of tickets, awards, futures, and awards tickets and stuff. Like, yeah, just yeah. this week is <sighs> this week has not been kind. Not at all. Here are the rushing yards tonight. Dalvin Cook, who is a go, and who we're told, by the way, we're doing our first touchdown skins game. Are we up to 60 apiece in this? I think we, I think we are. I think we are. Uh, Kelly has already called a shot. He's going to take Dalvin Cook. He has the first <laughs> pick. Kelly not here with us. Uh, but Dalvin Cook is at 93 and a half with the rushing yards. David Montgomery for the Bears at 60 and a half, and Justin Fields not too far behind him at 43 and a half. Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> slight lean to the over. On Montgomery, I have him a little bit closer to 70. That's not ma- I mean, that's not really big enough of an edge, I don't think, um, to, to really play him. The Fields one is interesting because it, it goes back to, again, what we were just trying to handicap is how do you feel this game is going to go? Yeah. Because it, it, this is going to seem counterintuitive here, but, like, the more drop – if you think that they're going to get down – then the more dropbacks, then the more chances for scrambles. And and that's – so if you think they're going to get down, I know it seems like, what do you mean? Like, no, more passing opportunity doesn't mean more brushing. Well, it does with a guy like him. And so if you do think that that's kind of the way that this game could go, then I think you would also want to lean towards the over on his rushing yards as well. He's averaging over eight yards per scramble so far this season. And, again, the more you drop back, the more times pockets collapse, the more times you see running lanes and guys that are prone to take off will just take off and, and accept those as well. So, again, I think that if you think that's the way that the game flows, then you'd be leaning that way for Justin Fields. All right, Miles Garrett out of the tent. I'm here for the tent updates. Uh, <laughs> and the uh, Browns down six with the football. Early stages of the fourth quarter. Trying to keep 
their division hopes and their playoff hopes alive. If they lose, they're not mathematically eliminated, but it would obviously be a major blow to them this late in the season. Fruit Baskets next. Those who helped us win bets this weekend. Coming back, VEASAN's primetime action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Save 50% off a VEASAN all-access subscription. David, I said David Carr. Derek Carr just let it go incomplete. By the way, it's 50% off a VEASAN all-access subscription for the rest of football season with our big game special. Get access to our in-depth matchup analysis, trends, and picks for every game and sport on the schedule, including our exclusive betting splits showing you where the money's going on every game. Sign up today and you'll also get our daily best bet emails, weekly betting guides, 24-7 video, plus... Our all-new College Bowl betting guide covering every bowl game for only $39. That's 50-45 Canadian. At VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Fruit basket time. Some bets are more fruitful than others. Let's find out who deserves a fruit basket of their own for helping the primetime action crew win this weekend. You are first, sir. I'm going to kick things off here with giving a shout to one of our guests. Hey, there you go. It's very... Very nice of you. Gracious. It's a, it's a, it's a co-basket. I don't know how they're going to split it up. Right. But I'll leave it up to them. Kenny's not sharing. Here's the thing. Yeah. Kenny might not like uh, one of the fruits in the basket. Yeah, maybe. And he can give it to Bailey Zappi. Oh, know? there you go. So uh, Kenny White came on. We were talking about the roofclaim.com bowl, which apparently you go in and you make claims on your roof or something. <laughs> um, and we were talking about how high the total was. We're like, man, this thing's sitting at 67 and a half. And he said, yeah, that's not high enough. He's like, that game is going to absolutely shoot out. Bailey Zappi not only led the, not only led all of D1 in passing, he did that by over 1,000 yards. It was this offense just completely cranked things up. And I said, you know what? I'm going to be watching the game anyway. Might as well just fire a little over bet on this thing. 67 and a half. Let's root for some scoring. There you go. Final. 59-38. Nice job, Kenny White. In that one. Thank you, Kenny White. Thank you, Bailey Zappi, who went ahead and threw for 422 yards and six touchdowns in that game as well. <laughs> so, uh, Western Kentucky goes ahead and wins that 59-38. to A couple of uh, other ones here, kind of at the same time. I, they, I don't know how they're going to split this one up. Probably one doesn't really want anything to remind him of this game, but mm-hmm. I'll take the, the Bengals and then Drew Locke as well. Um, Bengals really, listen, if you w- watched the show all last week, we were on them early. Yep. We were talking about how much we, we thought that the wrong team was favored in this game. They went out right. I got the plus three. I got the money line. So pretty pretty good stuff with that. But also, listen, credit where credit's due. Drew Locke comes in after that really horrific injury to Teddy Bridgewater. Drew Locke on what was a broken play-ish type thing goes and boy, just, just got the ball stripped right out of his hands. But not only to get the ball stripped right out of his hands, yes. he, he he held on long enough to to graze the arm of the <laughs> defender. The defender falls over, gets up, rumbles 40 yards down the field. He gets stripped, and they get the ball. Denver gets the ball back, but they didn't because Drew Locke's finger grazed his arm yes. as he got possession of the ball. And when he fell over, Gil, you know what that's called? That's down by contact, down by my friend. Contact. And the ball, was, uh, the ball stayed with Cincinnati, and with that, we got us a nice little win, not only with the plus three, but also on the money line, really do. By the way, that was Love about that. the 10th the thing that Scott Hansen got wrong yesterday yeah. during red zone. 
Like yeah. he, he could not get anything right. That was one of them. Well, it's going to be change of possession. Two changes. Oh, wait a minute. Still, still Cincinnati's like, no, ball. No, no, it's not what it's, happened. It's not. It's not uh, I'd like to also give a basket here to the Arizona Cardinals. You're like, what are you talking about? You weren't on them this week. And you're right. I was not on them this week. But their loss opened up all those futures I have on the Rams. And boy, I have a lot of Rams futures. And I got a lot of Rams love going on for these last few weeks of this season here. And so the Cardinals going up and getting embarrassed this week did me a lot of good here because now those Rams futures that were sitting in the coffin, Gil, they were about to be buried. Undertaker gift. Yep. They're just popping right back up out of that. Got and then it, finally... An NFC won myself. And finally... Uh, I want to give, and this is just a fruit basket here, not so much about winning us a bet, but I do want to give this to John Harbaugh because at the end of the day, the only thing that we've asked for here on the set of PTA is consistency. And when you go out and if you're going to do things a certain way, and now it wasn't always consistent throughout the course of the game with him, but it did come down uh, two out of the last three weeks where they needed a two-point conversion to win a game or go into overtime. And Harbaugh decided, I don't want to leave this up to a coin flip where I may never even possess the ball. I want to try to win this. And, and win this in regulation. And, and, and all we've ever asked from a lot of these coaches is, hey, man, just don't, don't decide on a whim as to what you're going to do. If you're going to play a game a certain way, then do it consistently. And Harbaugh decided, I don't want to go to overtime. I don't like the overtime rules. I don't want to leave it up to chance. We have a chance to win the game right then and there. And I, I just, you know, hats off to consistency here. Also, um, that, that leaves the door open for for my Browns bets as yeah. well. Though they could die tonight. Th- those all could die tonight as Though well. Though some would argue, right, that he's tra- he was trading coin flips, right? The coin flip of overtime for the coin flip of a two-yard play. Um, because the one thing that he didn't, he, he didn't go for two down, right? He didn't go for two down eight. He decided to kick the extra point there, and then he decided to go for two at the end. So some people can say, hey, he was inconsistent in that regard. The, like I said, it wasn't, he wasn't yeah. consistent throughout, but like, right. but, but that specific decision of winning the game in, in, gotcha. in regulation yeah. is, is something he has done. And, he's, and, he, and if you date back to the last couple of years, actually, he's done this a couple of different times as well. Browns have lost their last three games by four combined points. Four. Uh, I, I, too, am sending a fruit basket to the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Bengals and Colts were the games I liked the most this past week. They both got home. Colts, uh, barely, by the way. But uh, Bengals, barely, too. And listen, I had the Bengals in the first half also. That was lucky. Completely. McManus missing a 51-yarder with under 20 seconds left. You figure they're going to the locker room. Um, and then they decided, the Bengals did, to actually matriculate the ball down the field. One 19-yard pass. And then McPherson kicks a 58-yarder to win the first half. But the Bengals get it done. They, again, have the division on their racket. Now, they do have three very difficult games, but still, they control their own destiny. The other fruit basket is to the Indianapolis Colts, who led the Patriots 20 to nothing on Saturday night. Could do no wrong. The Patriots could do no right. And then all of a sudden, the Patriots just kept creeping back in this one, got it all the way to 20 to 17. And it took a Jonathan Taylor 67 yard scamper with just over two minutes left to seal the deal. Colts win it by 10. So, Colts now very much in the playoff picture. So, fruit basket to them as well virtual or real that i don't know maybe i'll send a real one we yeah this is a perfect segue for us to talk about that game for sure um you know look i was on the colts you were on the colts we were both we we, we both needed the colts to, to win that game but there there's you, you gotta have some real concerns with the colts m- moving forward specifically and <laughs> i texted you guys this guys this like in our in our text chain or something because it is 
if you are ever in a situation where Carson Wentz is going to have to win you a game, <laughs> it is. I mean, it is. I mean, he is so bad. I mean, it is. Five for twelve it, it, for fifty-seven yards. And and the and the fact that two more of those weren't interceptions is just oh. a, it's just a gift. His, like, his Babbitt was yeah, great. Yeah, it's yeah. just an absolute gift. Like Jonathan Taylor is fantastic. I mean, he is fantastic. The offensive line is fantastic at creating holes and all that, but. There will come a time at some point throughout the course of this where the run game isn't going to just – the seas aren't going to part, and, and he's not going to be able to do that. And, boy, it is – you watch Carson Wentz. There were two different times. I'm sitting there, you know, I'm, I have them at, – at one point they're up 20 nothing, and I'm sweating. I have minus one in this game, and I'm sweating. that I have a minus one. They're up 20 nothing. I'm having to sweat this bet, and I'm just – It's amazing. Every time do. he drops back to throw – Oh. Do you remember what I texted? I'm, I'm sh- when, my hands are shaking. When when Frank Reich and Carson Wentz were having a conversation, I texted you what I felt the transcript of that conversation was. It was, hey, Carson, um, yeah, we're not going to have you throw anymore. It's just not really a like, good thing right now. It, it, it was. I mean, I'm sitting here holding a minus one, and, and I'm, my hands are shaking <laughs> every time he drops back to throw the ball. It's, it's just. He, en- he ended up with more rushing attempts, eight than pass completions, five, and his 57 passing yards. Was the uh, it was the thirteenth lowest total by a quarterback who finished the game in a win this century? Of course, the lowest was Mac Jones just a couple weeks ago against the Bills when he had nineteen yards passing in that Monday night wind fest. So yeah, but, but you can but when you can ride Jonathan Taylor, twenty nine carries for one seventy. I mean that that will get it done. That's their if, game. That, that will get it done. A lot of times, and but there will. I just, you know, it seems like we always. There always comes a time in the playoffs where it's kind of like, okay, your quarterback needs to have that drive, and of all the quarterbacks, maybe in the playoffs at this juncture, he would be the last one that I would want to rely on it, for that drive. Here's the thing. I mean, the, the Colts have maybe, you know, with Derrick Henry out, the, maybe the best running back in the league in Jonathan Taylor. They may be the best guard in the league in Quentin Nelson. They may be the best linebacker in the league in Darius Leonard, who had a huge impact on that game. But yet, yes, the quarterback could very well be the wink link. Did you have any problem? Let me ask you this because we threw this around on a, on a numbers game this morning. Do you have any problem with Belichick kicking the field goal to go to cut it to 20 to 10 he, he, with nine minutes left? Listen, we, we've said this before. He is not. He is not without falling. I mean, like just because he's Bill Belichick doesn't mean we can't question what he's doing. That was just that was the wrong that was that was a bad decision. I didn't right hate there. it. I did not hate it, but maybe I was talking through my Colts bet. Well, I mean, yeah. I was as well. I was yeah. I was I was loving the fact that he did it. Right. I, did, I didn't see a problem with it because there was nine minutes left, and I was, and Carson Wentz couldn't do anything. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and he explained it. You know, he, he kind of like explained his his thought and all that as well. It just it you just have so few opportunities to get that close to the goal line. Nick Mullins, third and eight conversion, oh and it is a first and ten we for the Browns game. at the Raiders' 11-yard line, down six, 13 to seven, six, 30 left, and the clock moving. Nick Mullins trying to engineer a go-ahead drive, big third down conversion. We'll come back. We will look at the NFC playoff picture and the associated odds and update you on the Browns and Raiders next. Vison's primetime action. Thank you. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. The college bowl season has kicked off, and VSIN has got you covered with our all new bowl betting guide. Get matchup analysis on every bowl game, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your best bets throughout. Whether you're betting on every game or just want to find a few key high-value props, the VEASAN College Bowl Betting Guide can help give you an edge. Get your digital, uh, your digital copy, that is, uh, today for only $19.99. $2,271 Japanese yen. Wow. At VEASAN.com slash bowl guide. That's VEASAN.com slash bowl guide. You haven't gone yen before. I'm surprised yeah, by that. I know. 2,271 Japanese yen. So we have a Browns lead. Fourth and five at the Las Vegas six-yard line with 3.54 left. Cleveland, with their full allotment of timeouts, plus the two-minute warning, could have kicked the field goal and cut that lead to three. I would have done that. I think I would have, too, just from where they were on the field and then also, you know, like I said, from, from, a, from a psychological standpoint, the only thing that's a little bit different now is, is so you force the Raiders' hand at this point, mm-hmm. too, right? So they they have no choice but to go you know they they have to be super aggressive and so that can kind of work 
against you here a little bit. But you know, listen, it's all it's, it's always better to, to to go up. But I mean, with five yards still to go, hey, listen, the the obviously mobile. We knew. I mean, yeah. Nick Mullins coming in. We knew how elusive he was. Nick exactly, Mullins, yeah, flush, yeah, flushed out to the left side. Uh, finds a wide open Harrison Bryant. Touchdown, extra point, puts the Browns up for the first time today. First lead of the game for the Browns with 3.58 left, uh, 14-13. Uh, call it 3.45 left in this football game. 14-13 Browns with the uh, the adjusted lines on all of these now. Boop, 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 boop. The, let's see, I'm looking for an update, and the update is... I'm not getting, I'm I'm not only getting, getting a spread right I'm now, which getting is a Raiders yeah, plus get, 150. Yeah, I'm only getting the money line also. Minus 185 on the Browns, plus 150 on the Raiders. Raiders, obviously, field goal would uh, take the lead. 345 left. The Browns, obviously, needing this big time for their playoff chances and even division chances. Obviously, getting their guys back then, uh, one would assume, for their quick turnaround Saturday game on Christmas. So this, needless to say, is massive. And Nick Mullins has comported himself very well in this football game. Don't remember him throwing any truly bad pass yeah. the entire game. He's thrown it into tight coverage, uh, but they've always been pretty accurate. The uh, game starting in about 30 minutes. Still st- still holding steady. Vikings as seven-point road favorites in that one. 46.5 or 47 is the total there. I do wonder if that is a little high, but... I don't have that in the account. How many points? How many points do you think the Bears score? Is the thing right? Like that's kind of the question. No, Allen Robinson. Yeah, today. no, Allen Robinson for the. I think if you're, I think if you're on the Bears, if you're playing a correlated play, like if if you're on the Bears, you'd probably also be leaning towards the under as well, right? Because I don't think you're ever thinking the Bears are going to win a shootout, right, with, with them. I think you would think that this would need to play a little bit more sloppy and a little bit lower scoring for them to stay within that seven. And so it feels like, to me, if if you are on the Bears, you would at least have somewhat of a lean towards the the under there. But um, I'm on the Bears plus six and a half. Maybe J- this is the Justin Fields coming out part. I, uh, Justin Fields looked great last game. Wouldn't be surprised if uh, Justin Fields tucks it under Make some big plays mm-hmm. today with his feet. By the way, uh, so the Raiders drive starts 340 left at their own 25, down a point, and uh, Derek Carr throws it high to Moreau, but he makes the catch. That's good for five yards here to start this drive. From? From? LSU. Yes. Foster Moreau. Fabian. Yes. Oh, Foster. What did I say? Fabian Moreau? Uh, Foster Moreau. Who's Fabian Moreau? Where did I get that from? It's got to be somebody. Okay, his cousin. His, his cousin. It's his cousin, most Foster likely. Moreau. I mean, like, uh, I, I would guess it's his cousin. Uh, Fabian Moreau is a cornerback. There you go. Plays for the Falcons. There you go. Thought I was crazy, did you? Let's look at the NFC uh, playoff picture. That does not include the Atlanta Falcons, it should be noted. Rams now. So we took out the, the, uh, the teams at the top here, the teams that are leading their divisions currently. So we're talking Cowboys. We're talking Cardinals still. By the way, by a half game over the Rams. Remember, the Rams play tomorrow night, so that is for the moment. And then we took out both the Packers and the Buccaneers. Here's the 5 through the 11. The Falcons are, in fact, on the board. Pardon me, Atlanta Falcons. Rams are 9-4, and four, again, with a game against the Seahawks, in which they are favored tomorrow. 49ers, currently in the 6th position, are 8-6 and six after their easy win over the Falcons yesterday, where the Falcons tried a whole bunch of fourth downs and couldn't get them done. Oh, that is going to be a pick by oh, the Browns. Boy. 
deep pass by Derek Carr and a very strange attempt at a run back. Yeah, what, what was going on? I have no idea. He Just was more interested in, in, yeah. in stiff-arming the uh, Raiders' would-be tackler instead of having a return. Is that Greedy Williams? From? LSU. Was he pimping that? What was that? <laughs> I don't know what, what he was he doing? doing. He caught the ball. It was a deep throw by Carr, overthrew his receiver, and Williams... Like just quit running of, and in, decided I'm just gonna just, shove I'm gonna a guy mess in the face. I'm gonna shove this dude in the face. <laughs> it was it was a hundred uh, so it was intended for uh, Zay Jones, Williams with the pick, and then and keep in mind the Browns with a one point lead, so this is massive. And then here instead of just like returning, he's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna mess around and stiff arm dude. Miles Garrett, who really is is limping badly is on the field for the Browns or was on the field for that for these last couple of sequences. But it'll be the Browns ball at their own 23 now, 247 left. The Raiders have two timeouts and the two-minute warning. All of a sudden, it is the Raiders now with it was just not a good pass by Derek Carr no. in the driver's seat. And they're going to go to the ground, and it'll be Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb, and Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb one would assume here for all of these plays. Chubb ends up, ends up getting, uh, well, I guess they said, uh, forward progress, so he doesn't get the uh, extra three yards on being thrown to the ground forward. You, so it's going to be second and seven here. He could like press an elephant, right? Yes. For sure. Yes, for sure. Like no he's squatting at least an elephant and a half and you, leg pressing like You were elephant. saying off air, he just runs differently than yeah. everybody else? I think it's because he's like a little bit lower to the ground. It just looks like if he hit you, you would disintegrate. Ooh. Like you would, your body would just explode. Did Derek Carr not see Williams there? That was just a ill-advised. That's the difference between winning and losing football right there. Just an ill-advised pass. And, they wonder, and, and probably why the question keeps coming up yes. over and over and over again is is he actually the guy that's ever going to be able to to take you to the promised land if the raider uh, you're absolutely right if the raiders cannot stop the browns here on this if the browns see if the browns get one first down this is effectively over by the way that was the other thing about the the broncos uh bengal's game yesterday vic fangio completely botching the timeouts at the end Gave gave the Bengals a fourth down at the two minute warning as opposed to before the two minute warning. I, was tremendous for our Bengals. Mul- multiple complete botches yesterday. This is a second and eight now from their own twenty five. It's going to be Chubb again, of course. Chubb around left tackle. He's going to pick up three more. So Raiders will use it. Well, they'll make it five more after again the second effort. So it's going to be third and three, and the Raiders will use their third and final timeout with two thirty one left. Must make a stop here, obviously. Back to the NFC playoff picture for a second. Saints currently inhabit the number seven position. Again, Washington with a win would come back to the seven position tomorrow night. They play Philly. Philly also in this. Look at that that bunch of teams with seven losses. Is there a bet here that you would make, I guess, is the only question. I wish, I mean, it's off the board. I wish there was a no on the Saints, but um, I kind of understand why there's, well, it's not right now, but yeah, the the no on the Saints. I mean, look, that game last night, we hadn't talked about that game yet, but I mean, that game last night was just the perfect storm for them. I mean, like, it, there was a point when the Bucks were down their four top, because Antonio Brown went in the game in the first place. They lose Evans, they lose Goblin, they lose Fournette. Like, they were down their f- top four pass catchers in, in, you know, on the season. And then trying to trying to get anything done at that point was just you know you can't be you can't get into your fifth string wide receiver and think that you're going to be able to, to get anything done in the NFL and so it was just a perfect storm for them last night. I mean they got by on Taysom Hill being very mediocre, you know. Yep. I mean just he he was absolutely nothing special, and so I, I 
Yeah, I would take the no on the Saints for sure if there was a line up there, which I guess would be somewhat close to like, I'd be getting some plus money for sure. Those Saints do deserve credit even before those guys were hurt. They were, they own Tom Brady mm-hmm. for some reason. Dennis Allen just absolutely uh, owns Tom Brady and uh, nine to nothing final last night. Saints. It's like I was saying, it's like maybe you had the Saints covering, maybe you even had the Saints winning, but did you have them shutting out the Buccaneers? Obviously, the injuries played a huge part of that. And with the Lions and the uh, Cardinals, maybe you had the Lions covering, maybe you had them winning. Did you have them winning by 18 in that game? The Raiders get the stop they need, Matt. It goes to the two-minute warning, but the Browns will now have to punt, and all the Raiders need is a field goal to win this football game. It's interesting on this, though, because we still have, obviously, the Vikings to play tonight. you got the Eagles to play tomorrow night. So, I mean, this this changes a lot just in the next 24 hours, you yeah. know, as to, as to how this is all kind of laid out. I mean, do we know who's good? I mean, like, no. do, like do we know who's good? And I was going to say, even the plus 450 on Washington, even if you think somehow they can beat the Eagles tomorrow with a COVID-ravaged team, they got the Cowboys at Dallas on Sunday. So... Yeah. I don't know who's good. I, we, this parody thing sucks. If we, if from a betting standpoint, it sure does. Yeah, this parody thing sucks. I hate it. Uh, we'll come back. Some NBA tips to get to. And, of course, we'll do our first touchdown scoring skins game. The Vikings and the Bears. The pot is full. It's prime time action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.